At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote when you buy kroger brand products you feel like you're winning that's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices in fact we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. You found primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is primetime action live from the South Point Hotel Casino. Tip of the strip, Gil Alexander, Wes Reynolds in for Matt Brown tonight. And Kelly Bidlin, why don't we send it over to Thomas and Mac and our Mountain West correspondent, if you will, also our senior NBA analyst, one should say, and co-host of The Edge is Jonathan Von Tobel. How you doing, JVT? I'm good. We're just making up titles at this point right now, right? Uh, senior NBA analyst. Somebody <laughs> called me a senior Mountain West correspondent. I was like, yeah, you know, I'll take it. I'll take Anything it. to add the zeros to the check, right? Yeah. I'm just, I'm and just making it accordingly. Absolutely. Hey, just zero. making you sound good, JVT. Just got to make up new ones right. every day for you. JVT said zeros, plural. Every one of these, he gets zeros. <laughs> wow. That's good. We should just keep well, I mean, them. When you only get... Well, I got three on it, Gil. I think I need a couple more. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, you, you have a tip off of the Mountain West that's about to happen. Obviously, Arizona and Colorado. Uh, no crease for Arizona. What do you make yeah. of this tonight? Yeah, I, I just when it, when it comes to these tournament settings, I kind of like to ride the hot hand to a certain extent. Like I was in Colorado yesterday against Oregon. They, they were a little bit of an underrated team. You know, humans and I were talking about this. I think a lot of people would be surprised to learn that in true road settings this year, they were seven and three ATS. You know, they did pretty well away from home. And then you talk about Oregon being shorthanded themselves yesterday. And so I bet them yesterday, right? And so then they performed very well. And I kind of just want to ride that momentum into this game. Arizona's was a little fraudulent. Not fraudulent, fragile. It's a better F word. 
uh, to use for Arizona. And I do think Colorado, the way that they can shoot the ball, we've seen good performances from them before. Uh, I was in on the bus here today. So it's like nine and a half. I think it's up like 10, 10 and a half now. But I still feel pretty strong about Colorado. That line, by the way, did drop to nine because Kirk Reese said yeah. not going to go for Arizona. So uh, John's definitely got a good number. And Colorado, if they're going to live up to what Tad Boyle said last night, now's the time you got to get a win. They have beaten Arizona already this season in Boulder. But John, the tournament that you're about to attend here, the Mountain West tournament, going to get Get tipped off, I believe, in about a half an hour. And we got Wyoming and Boise State. Boise State, two and a half, uh, some threes out there as well. I like the Broncos. How about you? Yeah, we're on the same side, Wes. I got the Broncos tonight. I got them to win the tournament at plus 310 before it all started. And really, so I had them, and I wasn't going to do anything with this game. But after watching Wyoming yesterday, really less than impressed with what the Cowboys did. I mean, really, it was just taking turns. Let's post them Maldonado. Let's post up EK. Let's just try to see how this works. They were the best when they were moving the ball around, but that, that offense really stagnated, especially at the end of that first half when Maldonado didn't play the last seven minutes because of foul trouble. So I just, I like this Broncos team. They have size to deal with those post-ups. They're very athletic. They have a lot of shot creation across the board. So yeah, I laid the two and a half West and I'm on them for the tournament. I, I like their chances here. And then there's a third still to come tonight. San Diego state against Colorado state. Speaking of brand basketball, San Diego state, uh, known for their tight defense. You have a play here, John? Uh, yeah, their tight defense, which I have witnessed the two worst basketball games <laughs> I've ever seen in my life, Gil. <laughs> both happened this year, and both involved San Diego State. It, it was atrocious watching that yesterday. But, yeah, look, you know, last night it was just a number grab for me, Gil. They, they opened up plus one against Colorado State, and I knew immediately like, that's going to flip. San Diego State at this point, their power rating's at an all-time high. The Mountain West Conference Tournament is where they really thrive. They, they're almost impossible to exterminate like a cockroach in a nuclear war. It just won't go down uh, with San Diego State. And so when you look at this, and on the other side is I've been less impressed with Colorado State the more I watch them. You know, they struggle offensively. Yesterday, I don't think it was a good sign that against Utah State, which is a solid defensive team, but not as really stout up front as this uh, San Diego State squad is going to be, that they generated next to nothing. So, yeah, I like uh, the San Diego State aspects of my too. Let me ask you one one NBA question before we uh, we let you go, John, because I know you want to get to the games. But I just want to get your quick reaction to Brooklyn's just absolute savage route of Philly last night and what you what you think the lingering effects of that overreaction or should we actually react appropriately? Well, I think there should be an appropriate reaction. So I've bet on them three straight games now all on the road deal because I think this team needs to be respected when they have Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant together. Newsflash, they're two of the best offensive players of their generation. They are incredible. And so when they get on and they're in situations, by the way, where they're motivated, because you read some of the quotes coming out of that game yesterday, they were motivated to beat the, to beat the Philadelphia 76ers. On the road, the Brooklyn Nets are worth backing in. We should remember how good they are offensively. They've been incredible. John, if I roll in there at halftime of the San Diego State game, can I slip in or are they still going to charge me? What's the deal? Uh, uh, the red coats are pretty tough out here, okay. actually. Uh, they, they, they yelled at me, and I was like, come on, bro. I got one of these. Come on, bro. Don't you know like, who I am? Like, I am credentialed. Yeah. I am the Mountain I'm West the correspondent yes. for Beeson. <laughs> yeah. JVT. Better recognize. Go enjoy the games, man. We appreciate the time. Yeah, of course, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, John. John. Tobel, everybody. At me, JVT. Our Mountain West correspondent on the scene. We should have had a correspondent at every arena. We should have. We should have had a Big West, a whack. Let me call Ben Wilson right now. That, the, that would have made too much sense, Gil. Yeah, no. I, so I saw Neverett was at the game last night. Neverett was doing the the uh, Big West game. Did you well, say his, hi to him? Well, his dad was. Yeah, I did. Uh, I said hi to him. Did you, did you haggle? Uh, right. I don't think he heard me, but did I was say, like, I need you to do the show tomorrow morning. Man, I, need you, I need you in here <laughs> yeah. at 6 for our 7 o'clock show tomorrow. Be, be there at 6. Parles is sick. You got to come in. Parles has come down with something horrible. <laughs> um.
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, but never was there. We have Ben Wilson at the WAC. We should have had these people stationed. Come on, man. Yeah. I dropped the ball. I think uh, I think Parles is at uh, T-Mobile, Pac-12 tonight, so we had him go in there. We had the whole set. Oh, Parles would have loved it. Oh, he would have totally yeah. loved it. Let's just call him up right now. Parles would have done the finger on the uh, ear thing. I'm just getting word uh, <laughs> that, uh, yes, I am live on the air with you guys right now. Got he it. He would have been like, Wes, Wes, <laughs> Wes. <laughs> I like Colorado no, here, Wes. No, you got to have this arm motion. This is what he does. Okay. Wes. Wes <laughs> Already a great impression, though. <laughs> Duke by three over Miami. 16.7 seconds left. It looks like Duke's going to squeak through another, Wes. Mm-hmm. Oh, they, they, you, you just, they're like a fungus. You can't get rid of they them, really apparently. Are. So uh, Jim Laranaga going to try to see if he can uh, knock off Duke. He already did earlier this season. Actually beat him in Cameron. But 77 to 74, the current score. Kansas, by the way, is taking care of TCU. 75 to 62, Jayhawks in the Big 12 final. Per, per normal, I would say, for that conference. And then SMU going to advance Ooh. over Tulsa here, 80 to 58. And SMU absolutely needed. Look, this win probably isn't going to help them necessarily, but it, it's it, at least going to keep them kind of where they are, kind of that right on the Mendoza line and maybe last four in or like the first team out or something like that. But they'll get the winner now tomorrow of Memphis and UCF. That's a nightcap here in Fort Worth for the American Athletic Championship. Someone, uh, someone tweeted, uh, and I want to get, I want to make sure I know who it is here because I want to get proper credit. But this is from do 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 do. Oh, primetime was uh, primetime Cowboys underscore Cubs one was sending me someone tweet talking about the tennis tournament now. How many bagels in the first sets there have been? There have been six matches on the ladies' side alone in the first round, where the first set has resulted in a six-love set, only to see. Uh, in well, in some of them, mm-hmm. in four of the six, the person who got bageled come back to win it in three, and in the two others, the person who did uh, did the bageling one in three as well. And the only thing I would say about that for people who are looking for a handicapping angle on that is, I don't think you have to worry about that anymore. I get it; it did happen with Ega today. She came back and won after getting bageled. But with the wind now subsiding, I don't think that's going to happen anymore. I believe it was a factor of the wind where some of these players just needed some time to acclimate. Right. Because it's like, oh, my God, if I hit this ball normal, it's going to fly into the stands one side of the court. So I think there was a little of that going on. Uh, We also had this uh, tweet uh, about Carson. What is this one, uh, Kelly, about Carson Wentz? Carson Wentz yeah. unders. Yeah, we had requests to discuss some player props for for Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz uh, over under nine and <clears throat> pardon me over under nine and a half picks next year. Remember, he threw seven mm-hmm. this past year. Although his BABIP, as we like to say in the baseball metrics game, was very <laughs> fortunate. Very fortunate. He's hitting balls off people's chests. Uh, his uh, over under in terms of passing yards thirty seven fifty and a half. And his touchdown passes set at 27, exactly the same amount that he had last year with the Colts. Hmm. West on Lewis's expression. I am really, kind of, uh, yeah. I'm trying to think about this. I'm surprised these are up so soon, but, mm, you not, know, not I, I, I would lean to the over on the interceptions, though. I would, too. Not to uh, rub salt in the wound no, here, Mr. Trust DC. Me. But, I, can't, uh, I can't be hurt anymore. But, but you can't deny that. <laughs> no, no, I would go over, too. I would, I would go over as well on that. Um, I just don't know what you can expect from him. And by the way, for, for anybody in Washington who's like, oh, Deshaun Watson cleared of criminal charges. Oh, we could have got Deshaun. The Washington football team was never going to get Deshaun Watson. 
I don't know if Deshaun Watson would even have wanted to play that. By game. the way, he does. We I don't know if yeah. he mentioned that earlier. He does have a no trade clause. He yes, that's correct. So he can choose where where they to some degree where they want to send him. But Washington, literally Congress investigating the front office for mm-hmm. uh, sexual misconduct. So that wasn't going to happen with Deshaun Watson, regardless yeah, of how that this, one off. Yeah, they, don't, one they off. don't need more controversy. They do, they do not. The other, the other team that, that no one seems to want to play for is the Philadelphia Eagles. Deshaun Watson said he will absolutely not play in Philadelphia. And there was someone else who said they don't want to play in Philadelphia. Well, I did see a report. What was it? Yesterday or two days? I think it was Russell Wilson who said, "I won't play in Philadelphia." Was yeah, that was Russell Wilson. Yeah, Yeah. but Calvin Ridley. I don't know if you guys saw this. Okay, I'm glad you pointed this out. I wanted to talk about this. Okay, good. Thank you for (laughs) two fires. Go ahead. No, no. no. (laughs) I saw a report the other day that there was a trade that was on the table and about to go through before he got in trouble. Okay, the way I read it, and this is where I need clarification, and the reason why I got so animated here is because everyone was heaping praise on the Falcons because they were rebuffing all trade offers, right? Because they knew the Calvin Ridley stuff was coming down. And by the way, what a disappearance of that story. Oh, yeah, there's even more news on it today, but it's still under the radar because there's college basketball going on. There's Duke wins by four, by the way. What a surprise. Um, The way that I read that was that the deal was actually going to go through before the news came out. So I, I think, but I think the league office has known about this for a while now. Okay, but then we shouldn't, should we not be heaping praise on the Falcons? Is they were like, oh, we'll make this trade. Like I, I don't know if I understood that properly, because the way that it read, I was like, wait, I thought we were, I thought the Falcons were rebuffing all offers. But you, I, I didn't know that from the Falcon standpoint. But I, w- what I took away was there was a trade on the table, and then this then this news got oh, to the league office okay. and around the league, and, it, and then it so was way done back then. when. I, I don't know how long okay. ago it was a month ago, two months ago. You know, during the I season just, there was a little gray area there where I'm like, well, let's not praise the Falcons that much if they were going to do this deal. No, you're. I there was definitely yeah. not a clear timeline. Yeah. that's for sure. Okay. Seeking clarification, I guess is what we'll uh, call that. More college hoops. We'll go around the uh, the horn here. See what else is underway. Thoughts next. Peace is prime time action. At Bed three six five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. The college basketball season is in full swing. Grab a five-hour energy to stay alert to watch all your favorite games, or if you stayed up late to see that intense overtime game, you know the one. Take a five-hour energy shot in the morning so you can energize your day. With zero sugar and an unbeatable blend of vitamins, nutrients, and caffeine, it's the perfect pick-me-up for getting stuff done. Go to 5hourenergy.com to find over 15 flavors to choose from, including grape, tropical burst, cherry, blue raspberry, and more. There's a flavor for everyone. For goodness sakes, get a 5-hour energy today. Gil Alexander, Wes Reynolds, Matt Brown, Kelly Bidlin. Man, we love having you in here this week, Wes. Any are you, are you, you're not just saying that, right? No. I, I, <laughs> no. I honestly have no idea what we would have done without you this week, Wes. No, we totally love having you. By the way, we love you so much this week, we want you to come in again late next week when these games are on. Yes, we do. I haven't asked Wes about that yet. But I know. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it after. <laughs> do I, Wes do is like, do I, I just get want... some kind of like a little small incentive or yeah, of course. Other than your guys's company, which yeah. I always enjoy. Isaiah will bring in. Uh, he brings in uh, donuts usually on Fridays. So wow. there's okay. that. Wow. Von Brinkel uh, definitely needs to bring up the donuts. <laughs> I mean, not that we want to impose on you if you want to watch at home. By no, yourself. no, I'm already, I'm already yeah. doing the uh, NASCAR program on oh. this network on Thursday during uh, the first round in the NCAA tournament. Oh. So uh, look, uh, oh. I, I, I guess I'm in high demand, Gil. You, you are in high demand. I like the different ways we took this. I was like, I'm going to talk to Wes after the show. Yeah. We just put him on full blast on the full show. Blast. I like it. You, yeah, peer you, pressure. We, peer we pressure. You, you totally did the Matt Humans yeah. right there. Tweet us never... now if you want to hear Wes on primetime action with yeah. Matt Brown, Gil Alexander, <laughs> and myself Thursday and Friday for the next two weeks. You totally do the uh, Matt Humans where he puts me on the spot when I do a spot on that show on the air. He's like, Wes, I know you were uh, talking to some gal at this bar that we were at last <laughs> night. And I was like, thank, thank you for uh, putting all the details. <laughs> Details of my life out there, Matt. <laughs> That's great. Appreciate I it. do the bad form thing on a numbers game where, like, I want to talk to somebody after the commercial. So while on air, I'm like, hey, you don't mind staying after the break, do you? <laughs> <laughs> and you do do that. I do that all the time. What and am I going to tell you? I nah, am, piss I, off, Gil. I, I, I don't want to I'm waiting stay. for somebody to, you know what, Gil? No, I don't. <laughs> Wes is like the third person I've heard that from, too, where yeah. he's like, they'll be like, Gil puts me in an awkward position where it's like, I can't like I can't say no. What am I supposed to say oh, no. no on it? You're completely hey, welcome. Hey, Gil, piss off, mate. <laughs> yeah. I'm completely aware when I do minutes, that. my limit. I'm going to run into somebody one day. Could be Wes, where you're just like, no, that's okay, buddy. 
I gotta go. I got a thing. There's a lot of things clicking now. Now I'm just, I, I always wonder sometimes why so many of the guests, when I go to book, ask me how long they're going to be on. Mm-hmm. Or you now, think that's my fault now? now yeah, now I'm, it's clicking in my mind that most of these are Gil guests no. that, that probably get roped into double segments in the morning. The only person that has a standard double segment is Drew. Drew Dizzy. He's the only double mm. segment guy. Everybody else Drew is typically to. one. Drew needs to. But like when it's college basketball, what's in the middle? Like I'm not, I'm not Greg Peterson is not going to hold to one segment. I got to oh. give him two. Yeah, I mean, he can't get through three rosters in one segment. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, he big-timed me on one before. I was like, hey, Greg, can I come here for one or two today? This is before, not on air. Oof. And he's like, oh, I can only do one today. <laughs> it's high demand. High demand. Well, I can only do one for you, Gil. <laughs> he's the best, though. He's uh, enjoying this time of year as well. Dayton, is this is this live right here, this Dayton-UMass, or is this a highlight? Uh, that a highlight. was a highlight yeah. earlier where uh, actually UMass uh, was leading most of the game, but yeah. Dayton did come back. So uh, we are currently in action, by the way, in that A-10 tournament, 20-16 to VCU over Richmond. That winner of that game is going to get Dayton. So uh, as we're uh, going down the stretch here, by the way, Kentucky, 37-33 over Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, another one of those teams, and I've been talking about that angle, and it's been pretty good good at least so far today that team that played the night before versus the team that's playing that first conference game take them in the first half Vanderbilt by the way does cover that first half I think it was uh what was it it was six six or six and a half depending on where you were so Vanderbilt covers the first half so you've kind of been seeing that over and over again by and large today you don't want to play it like every single time because there you'll get something like earlier this morning where it was Fordham against Davidson Fordham starter or their uh, star player leading scorer got ruled out right before the game so it's like well you can't take them now and Davidson pretty much ran away from them what are you uh, looking at right now with your bets? What do you have, uh, what do you have live right now? I, I have uh, Weber State uh, down two in the uh, final two minutes. I have very small money line there, so I need them to win that game. UConn out to a little bit of an early lead, but only about six minutes into the game. UC Santa Barbara, who I have out to an early lead over Long Beach State at the Big West Tournament, 13 to 10. So uh, I might not get a winner video by the time we go off the air. I want to get at least one because I've dropped my first two on the night. I had a run on this show where I only had I only had winners after we left. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what that's yeah. what, that's what happened to me yeah. actually a couple nights ago. Like all all of my winners were like late games because they were like six thirty. You want the glory, Wes? Seven I understand. I absolutely yeah. want the glory. I mean, the videos are fantastic. Wes, some of these 9.30 tip-offs we got coming up or 9.30-ish, depending on mm-hmm. uh, ending times of other games. Any thoughts? Oklahoma, Texas Tech. We got Virginia Tech, North Carolina, Wyoming, Boise, Boise State. Yeah, I'll try to go rapid fire here. UCF and Memphis, by the way, is going to be in the American tournament. Memphis probably punched their ticket with a win over Houston. Memphis is super athletic, but they are so erratic. Like, they're a team that's going to go out in the first round, or they're going to, like, make a run to the Elite Eight, because Penny, Penny's got some dudes, shall we say, but they don't always play the most organized brand of basketball. They're getting UCF tonight. UCF struggled to beat South Florida. UCF's been a real disappointment since they had that big win over Michigan in December, but that might be one you could try to look at for the first half because UCF did have to struggle through a game last night. Memphis coming in first game. It is now up to five and a half. Small lean to UCF. Oklahoma, by the way, getting seven and a half at uh, against Texas Tech, rather. Oklahoma, all of a sudden, 
at, with that win over Baylor yeah. played their way kind of into consideration like that see, last see, four teams out on the bubbles and nervous. next four out. Oklahoma has a lot of really good quad one wins, but they also have 14 losses. That's a lot of losses usually for a power six uh, college basketball school. And Oklahoma is getting the support, though. This is down to seven at some places. I do have a small lean to the Red Raiders, though. Red Raiders are just so hard to score on. Wyoming, Boise State, I agree with JVT, who brought that up last segment. I like Boise State. It's two and a half or three, or you can lay money line like minus 140. Usually with small favorites this time of year with the numbers being so tight. I go ahead and lay the money line because if you have a decent enough volume of plays, the extra 10 or 20 cents isn't going to kill you. So I go ahead and just lay money line on small favorites. And then uh, Virginia Tech, uh, North Carolina, I do like the under in that game, kind of like Virginia Tech a little bit. It is three in some markets, still two and a half at DraftKings. Colorado has jumped all over the uh, Chrysalis Arizona squad, 13 Mm -hmm. to six early in that one. Uh, over there at the Mountain West, where JVT was. I, you brought up Penny Hardaway. I've asked this of other people. I don't believe I've asked this of you, Wes, which is with all your college basketball p- plays and picks, is there a game that you are going, let, let's say a situation where you're like, well, I want to take this team if not for this coach. Are there coaches, specific ones, that you're just like, I can't back this team because this dude is just, I can't trust him. Well, yeah, I mean, there's certain examples, maybe more bet on than necessarily bet against coaches. Like I always used to bet on uh, Rick Majerus uh, mm-hmm. in the NCAA tournament. And I remember there was one year where say, he was at St. Louis and he was playing Memphis, which was then coached by Josh Passner, who's now at Georgia Tech. They're not going to go to any postseason. But you know who had a really funny line about this was Steve Fezzik about Majerus against Passner. He goes, this is Kasparov versus Bozo the Clown. <laughs> and it exactly was That's because great. Memphis had so much better athletes uh, and Majerus just runs 8 million sets, runs great yeah. motion offense, or as he used to say, offense, uh, the late, great Rick Majerus. Yeah. But uh, yeah, certain coaches I do like to back. I like to, from the major level, I like to back Jay Wright because he usually has very good senior guards and they play very good defense. And then, you know, some of these like mid-major guys, uh, especially this this new guy at South Dakota State, Eric Henderson, they run such good stuff. I'm like, that guy should be coaching at like a major level and not necessarily in the Summit League. So that's what I look for a lot in terms of like these 5-12 matchups or these 4-13s where you usually see the upsets and, you know, looking at those mid-major teams, especially if they have senior guards and they run good stuff and they're disciplined, those are the teams I like to bet on early on. Uh, I'm just, I, ever since you said that the, the Fezzik like Kasparov versus Bozo the Clown in my head, I, I'm picturing Bozo the Clown in full Bozo regalia. <laughs> doing the, <laughs> like, uh, doing the grand prize game. Remember when they used to have the little no, buckets? No, the other way around. Like he's like super seriously playing Kasparov, like pondering his yes. plays, but in the full Bozo outfit. Oh, okay. <laughs> Okay, I was, th- move, I was I thinking you say. were thinking the Bozo show back on uh, WGN uh, where they used to have the little kids that had to do the uh, ping pong balls in oh, the bucket. Yeah. The prizes were always like a uh, wagon full of archway cookies, you know, and something. And then you got like the big wagon at the end or the bicycle was the last prize. The town and country wagon was like the second to last. And that was hard, though, man. I, and I used to oh, laugh at these yeah. kids like, oh, I could do that. Yeah. I'd probably be out on the third bucket. Uh. Were you a Bozo the Clown guy? You were a Captain Kangaroo guy? What were you? Bozo, Bozo was a uh, WGN, so yeah. I got that, obviously, back when it was a national network. Sure, so I sure. did watch that, and then there were yeah. a couple of local Indiana ones. That yeah, we had a couple of local D.C. ones. We had a show called Wonderama. 
Oh, if you guys could hear the conversation in my ear right now, they're oh, like, sure. are, they, are these are these movies, serials, cartoons, Little, uh, children's television, children's program. television. I, I was like, I'm pretty sure they're cartoons from the '80s. No boys 80s. and girls downstairs. That's why we're geniuses. Because yes. <laughs> of that kind of rearing, those kind of TV shows. Penn State, ten Purdue, two. Penn State off to a good start in the Big Ten quarters. Coming back, Mises Prime Time action. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game in every round of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts, including the gentleman to my right, Wes Reynolds. Greg Hoops-Peterson, Matt Eumann, Jonathan Bontobel, and Tim Murray. They have insights on every key team, conference, and player to watch, from the favorites to the potential Cinderella's. Sign up today to get the betting guide, plus full access to VEASAN through April 5th for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash madness. Uh, the tweets are funny. A couple people telling me that Dr. Bob did that to me this morning. Where I was like, hey, can you stay five more minutes? He's like, I really don't have anything else, Gil. <laughs> but, but but I uh, but I I'm I'm what I'm referring to is somebody tell to what Wes just said. Somebody just tells me to just take a hike. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, that's always kind of an untenable position. As some, you know, I do yeah. some spots on various yeah. shows, including your very mm-hmm. show, a numbers game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, where you want to have something like, especially if like you have like a spot. Like there were a couple times I do a regular spot on the Lombardi line on Friday with Patrick Maher and Michael Lombardi, mm-hmm. and there are sometimes, especially like for college basketball on Friday nights during the regular season. Man, you got some slim pickings. Oh, so it's like, Ivy League games. It's like, yeah. I'm like, man, I got to find something to give you guys, <laughs> man, because I don't want to feel, because I kind of feel, because Andy McNeil and I have had this uh, conversation before. There are some nights when Andy comes on and it's like, okay, we want to talk hockey, but he doesn't have any nece- any bets necessarily. And, he, you know, he's not going to force action. Right. And I don't think that you should, no, you know, force action not. where it's like, okay, if I don't like anything, then I don't like anything. And that's something I'm trying to kind of learn as a sports better. It's like, it's okay to take days off. Absolutely. Especially man. like during baseball season. Oh. I'm sure you go through this because I know baseball is one of your main Base- sports. And baseball, I, do baseball, I take too. a whole bunch of days off you, now. You, you have to. <laughs> yeah. You have to because it's just such a grind, you know, because then before you know it, You've been grinding in baseball all summer, and then here's football. And then, you know, when you don't get a break, you just can really burn out with this stuff. So that's some advice I would give our listeners and betters out there. Frank from Seven Hills. Great week with the VEASAN Swiss Army Knife, Wes Reynolds. And he's got the John Cusack holding Fra- the box Frank, over his Frank, you're a good man. And he, he yep. of course, uh, listens to my show with Dave Ross on the weekends, The Green Zone, and yep. always a supporter of mine. Frank, it is very much appreciated, sir. Uh, let's see here. We also have a tweet. This is from, do, 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 do. let's see what we got here. Oh, okay. Uh, Ryan Hyatt has uh, two tweets. One is a quick, the first one is, uh, the goal for most folks, he says, would be to become a double segment person in, uh, Gil's life, at least on radio. Those folks should probably get a small plaque or gift certificate to a local steakhouse. I would say a thorough, uh, stretch of a, of a local highway, maybe. <laughs> oh, I like that. Let's see. Uh, we, we'll hook him up with some uh, with some yeah. Zenshin uh, uh, gift cards. Sure, we'll Zenshin, yep. right here. Yep. That's right. Stones throw away. Uh, okay, question of the night from Ryan Hyatt. This is a good one, as most of his are, as almost all of them are. Does in-game betting get compromised during the NCAA tournament due to fewer games for books to keep up with? With fewer games, are they quicker to adjust 
than on a Wednesday night in February? I would think the answer is absolutely. Yeah, because I think in, in this, and especially when you have all the volume in the market, because you have new bettors now, a lot of them are betting at the counter. Some of them, if they're smart, they get out here early and get the apps so that they don't have to wait in line. It's like, oh, I missed it, you know, because usually – you know, they might not announce, depending on which book you're in, if you're in a brick-and-mortar book, they might not announce, okay, here's a halftime price. You know, they, the, you'll, you'll just have to look at the LED screen and have to look at the board, and you got to be on it, or you're going to miss it. And there's, like, you know, only a couple minutes to really get down once they post a line. A lot of this is algorithm-based at some places where they just, mm-hmm. they just go by what it's spit out. And then you have some people that I think will actually try to monitor the numbers. I know at certain shops there's- in town they'll try to be a little bit different or they'll look at the market. Some books will be the originators and some will be the piggybackers and the followers. There's no question that during an NCAA tournament, the books can manage things much easier. Abs- yeah, yeah. And, and because usually in a television window, and now because they've staggered these games, Gil, where it used to be back in the day when oh, it was on CBS, that 12 o'clock, you so know, 12 great. o'clock Eastern time, yeah. you got one game at 12.15, one at 12.20, oh, 12.40. So now great. it's spread out. Now it's like 12.15, yeah. 12.45, 1.15. It's literally all day long staggered. So, you know, when you've only got basically four games in a session, Mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to manage because it's a lot easier to watch because obviously everybody in the back room at the hub and it, have all the monitors yeah. on. And, and it makes sense intuitively. Like I, I would compare it to like a Wednesday night in July when there's a bunch of baseball games on and, you know, sleepy July night, who's really paying attention. Maybe it's a West Coast game. Yeah. Everybody at the books is sleep or the, or the books already shut down here in Vegas, whatever it is. And like a skill position player will take the mound mm-hmm. and we'll all be frantically texting each other. We oh, have a yeah. non-pitcher situation. Everybody bet. Right. They are always slow to adjust. And, and yep. I got to say one thing. That's a trick for some betters, too, because yeah. usually if you're going into a brick and mortar book, the main sports book director is not usually there in the evening. So no. you get an evening crew. So you get like younger supervisors or managers. Like, you know, very rarely is Chris Andrews going to be here at night at, <laughs> at the South Point. Yes, he will not be. So, yes. you know, so that's when a lot of these people are like, oh, these are maybe people behind here that don't know. And there are betters and gamblers that will take advantage of that. Like, oh, will they take my bet? Well, they do have a phone number they can call and get that approved. So, you know, sometimes they'll try to pull one on some of these young crews out there. I see it all the time. Kelly, you bet. Clarify for us. You had the Pistons in the first half, right? And also the game? First half and full game. They were up two with about a minute left in the third quarter. And I was like... I should probably hedge out of this. Probably take a. I mean, I could have laid four and a half with the Celtics, open up a nice middle, but it, no, I just decided to ride with it. And it's 99.93 now, Celtics. Oh, all right, you're still so, good. Okay, I'm in it. I'm in it. You're the in Clippers, it. I'm catching seven and a half with. They are down six right now to the Hawks. And uh, but biggest bet of the night though is Hornets over the Pelicans, laying two with the Hornets. They are up 85 to 68 with six minutes left in the third. So that one's looking pretty good. Hornets get home. It's a good how much, night. How much time left in the Pistons Celtics game? Pistons Celtics eight minutes remain, oh. and then Clippers Hawks five minutes. What remain. what could go wrong in that Celtics Pistons game? Clippers so, Hawks. By the way, this is something I've been doing a little bit here in the NBA. Very high scoring first half. Uh, I believe they had what 119. Second half total was like 117 and a half. It did get bet under. When you get two quarters that kind of go over, 
I like to go under in the second half more often than not. Nothing wins every time, but those have been hitting at a decent clip this year. Yeah, I lost on one of those the other day. Was it last Sunday morning I had the Houston-Memphis over, and it was soaring over in the first mm -hmm. half and then just grinded. And it dies. Dies. Especially if you see those massive shooting percentages, right? When it's like 65% versus 63%. Yeah, well, well, we have a few minutes here because I, I, I want you know Wes to be able to go over some of the games in the last segment. Please. We have been tracking Wes-isms uh, throughout oh, the like week, yes. so I have been tracking a list oh, for tonight. Look at this with oh, his picture. This is awesome. I mean, this is this is the book of Wes-isms, which someone should really continue out there. But these are ones that I, I heard alone tonight. They can't guard a lamppost. Lamppost's pretty shifty, though. <laughs> pretty shifty. They don't call it undertime. There's a reason for that. Okay, <laughs> that's right. It's a rock fight. Uh, that's usually over under nine and a half times a show. So I, I set a line for that one uh, as well. And then it's, I, I never heard this one from Wesley. Oh. It's rally around the family. Rally around the family with the pocket full of shells is rage against the machine. Oh. Once saying it pulls on parade. We're going full rage rally around on the that family club. is kind of like when you have an injured player, Brady calls it fallen hero theory. You have an injured player. Maybe you step up in that first game He's and been, able to replace that production. Bill Simmons Ewing theory. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So the book of Wesisms, please uh, tweet at me. By, by the way, uh, I don't have a lot of them because I got a couple X's right now, but I think we could get a winner video, Kelly Bidlin. Yes. So one for all Ooh. three of us. The Richmond Spiders, 37-29 at halftime. Took Richmond first half. Uh, there's me dancing at the county yeah, fair. Yeah, it is. Look at that kid. Me at the Hendricks County Fair uh, after the uh, watermelon seed spitting competition. The kids' arms move. Nah, like I got, like I got moves, Gil, but just, yeah. just not like that. I wish I had like that. You know? I kid owned that man. I kid owns it. Owned that moment. This uh, Wes Isms book also available in audio book where Wes yes. does it himself. Yeah, get it at uh, <laughs> what is it? Uh, Vsin.com slash uh, shop or just, whatever our store. Just is. Wes going. They don't call it undertime. <laughs> yeah. You know, there is a guy Download that I've been wherever wa- podcast available. Yeah. There is a guy I've been watching all week this week on the Big Sky tournament. He's a former coach at Weber State named uh, Joe Cravens, and he has the greatest sayings. He's from Southern Indiana, I believe, Sellersburg, Indiana. He's doing the Big Sky tournament. Oh, so it's and an Indiana thing. Yes. Okay. Well, well, I mean, he is, he is really homespun, though. <laughs> I'm at least somewhat of a city boy at least. But uh <laughs> but he had one. It was a really tight game, and they got to go to commercial. I think it's tight or tied with like the last minute he goes come on back folks this one's tighter than a new boot (laughs) (laughs) or when there's a block shot he goes bring the bring the potato sorrow darling we're having a block party (laughs) this is from Uh, teasers and parlays uh, a memory from my childhood bozo the clown uh reference on pta caches plus or 30 to 1 caches. Bows of the Clown reference. On the heels of last night, the Jefferson Pilot Network reference. Well done. Jefferson Pilot and Raycom Sports. Uh, staples of my youth. Staples of my youth as well. See, it's like 30 to 1. Yeah, that's probably a fair number when Wes is in. If Matt was in here, it'd be like 120 to 1. Mm-hmm. Goes way up. So yeah, 30 to 1 is about an accurate number. Nice hit. Nice hit on the uh, theoretical pro. Nice job by Andy McNeil. Penguins get it done. Nice. Over the Vegas Golden Knights. 5 to 2 as the Golden Knights swoon continues. Coming back. Rabbit picks up on Visa's Primetime Action.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You are looking live at primetime action with Gil Alexander and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Make predictions to win cold, hard cash, then chill. Play free during college basketball's biggest tournament with the March Hoops Challenge presented by Coors Light. Join 10 free-to-play pools for your shot at a share of $4,000 in daily cash prizes. Head to DraftKings.com slash Coors Light March Hoops now to join the action. That's DraftKings.com slash Coors Light March Hoops. Coors Light, perfect shot of refreshment. 21 and over only. Terms and conditions and other eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Drink responsibly. Look around. Uh, college basketball. Kentucky knotted up with Vanderbilt. Mm-hmm. Make that. Uh, oh, no, he missed. Still knotted up. 46 apiece. Jerry Stackhouse has done a really good job with this Vanderbilt program because uh, when he took over, he took over a program from Bryce Drew. I think they went winless in the SEC. Ooh. Bryce Drew, of course, now at Grand Canyon. They're in action here in Vegas against New Mexico State. But Jerry has done a really good job with this team. And actually, the star of this Vanderbilt team is one Scotty Pippen Jr. Scotty Pippen His Jr. father, of course, in the stands down mm-hmm. here in Tampa for this game. Yeah. 47-46, Bandy. 14-43, left in that. Wouldn't this be amazing if Vandy could pull this off? Uh, Mountain West, Boise State early going against Wyoming, up 8-2. to two. Uh, Just a couple minutes into that game. Texas Tech up 4 in Oklahoma, 5 minutes plus into their Big 12 semifinal. Oklahoma trying to uh, make the dream run, if you will. And Vatek has just started 
uh, a little less than four minutes into their game with Carolina, and it is five to five, all tied up, sixteen mm-hmm. twenty left. Penn State still with a nine point lead over Purdue in the Big Ten quarter. So a lot of college basketball still to come tonight. Colorado and Arizona right now, still six minutes left to go in the first half, but Arizona thirty two to thirty. So uh, well on over pace right now. If you bet that over one forty nine and a half was the closer. So Arizona making making up that early deficit, no problem. Um, tomorrow, as you look ahead. Is there a matchup that's already been determined or one that you're looking to see what the line might be on that sort of has uh, whetted your appetite, if you will? Yeah, I mean, I'll probably be in action on a bunch of these, but uh, I'll be looking a little bit. Uh, by the way, we do have a four-team tournament tomorrow, and that yes, is we the do. Ivy League tournament because they, League only take, they only take the four, and then obviously the uh, winners play in the final on Sunday. So, uh just looking at that, I believe uh, in terms of who won the league this year, it was the uh, Princeton Tigers. They were 12-2, and two, Yale the two seed, Penn the three seed, and then uh, Cornell is the four seed. So, you know, what I would look at, I think both of these games are going to be pretty competitive. Uh, by the way, Penn and Cornell split the season series between, between the two. Uh, Penn or Princeton got on a run late in the season. They won seven in a row. So that is one I will be looking at. And and when you get a conference where I think the team's talent is very close, if a team swept the other team, I will more often not at least play on the team that did get swept uh, during the season. So, like, uh, you because, don't have... Because it is, in fact, not that difficult to beat a team three times. Right. Yes. Right. So, I mean, yeah, you got to take that. Like, like, like in terms of a cover rate, I think it's like 51%. So, you're really not getting an edge. You would think, okay, difficult to beat a team three times. You know, that's the narrative. But it's really not when, when you look at it in terms of uh, cover rates. So, uh, excited about that. I will go home and be doing this card tonight to see what we are going to have tomorrow. but Just, uh, just to let people know, so, so just looking ahead to tomorrow, so you have the Ivy beginning, the yes. Ivy League, which is really the Ivy semis. There's yes. only four teams in the tournament. The AAC semis, the A-10 semis, the Big Ten semis, the mm-hmm. SEC semis. Mm-hmm. Then the championship games, ready for this, in the America East, ACC, Big 12, Big East, Big Sky, Big West, Conference USA, Metro Atlantic, MAC. MIAC, that's the Mid-Eastern Athletic Conference, mm-hmm. Mountain West, Pac-12, Southland, SWAC, and WAC. And then Sunday, the remaining five championship games, the American Atlantic, the Atlantic 10, the Big 10, the Ivy, and the SEC. Mm-hmm. That will wrap it up before Selection Sunday. Yeah, and usually those Sunday games, too, because they're usually power conferences, so usually the bids are kind of settled in the Big Ten or the SEC. Maybe not so much this year. The A-10 is going to be interesting if they're going to get two bids because every bracketologist right now, I think, has the A-10 getting one bid, assuming that it's going to be Davidson. So all of a sudden, if Davidson gets beat, are they going to be put on the bid steal, like you know, like an at-large candidacy line? And I'm, I'm just not sure, really, in the A-10 this year, whoever – both the teams in the SEC title game will make the tournament. Both the teams in the Big Ten title game will make the NCAA tournament. The AAC, more than likely, if it's like SMU or Memphis against Houston, probably looking like all three of those teams are going to get in. Jerry Stackhouse losing his mind in this Vanderbilt game. Mm-hmm. Looked like he had uh, his, his ball player had drawn a three, uh, drawn a three, a foul behind the arc. 
and no call was made, and Stackhouse just got yeah, teed up. Yeah, I was going to say, did he get teed up? Because I've seen a couple technicals today. I saw yeah. one actually right in this tournament, the SEC tournament, that if you bet LSU for the first half, it did cost you money. I think LSU was like up one, and then in between foul shots, Will Wade from LSU gets a technical. So Arkansas goes ahead by one. LSU is getting like two for the first half. So what happens? LSU turns it over on the ensuing possession. Arkansas gets a shot at the buzzer, and uh, then it was all she wrote for LSU. Speaking of the opposite of the question I asked you earlier, Eric Musselman makes you want to back Arkansas a little bit, doesn't he? Well, he's got an energy, and and yeah. I think when you look at what Arkansas does, and this is what Musselman did, if you remember that run he made with the Nevada Wolfpack sure. years ago, I think I think that was the Sweet 16, might have been the Elite Eight, actually, but what he does, he recruits the high school and the grassroots, but a lot of what he gets, he was one of the first guys to really work this like transfer portal type of deal and getting transfers there, and when you do that, look, these are transfers and these are players that are not like a customer to your culture, right? So they don't know what's going on. These are people that have been, you know, vagabonds. They've been all over the place. You bring in a kid from Miami. You bring in a kid from, like, South Dakota or something. So you've got to mesh them all together. And you kind of saw Arkansas early in the season. They really struggled. But now that these guys get 20 and 25-plus-odd games together, now they start to kind of figure out who each other are basically, and how that they can uh, come together as a team. And that's why you've seen Arkansas so good here late in the season. We'll see if they can carry that momentum over into next week. Kelly, how's your how's your basketball? Oh, game? sweating back here, sweating, Bill, back here, Gil. I'm, I'm he, glad you guys have been chatting. He, he's yeah. sweating All like right. Patrick Ewing in the fourth quarter. Yeah, oh, I am. Uh, <laughs> Clippers got home. They lose by six, but plus seven and a half Ooh, gets home, so nice. that, that's good. But we are uh, now. I'm sweating the Pistons, who are down. Oh, man, 17 points oh, right now. Geez. Check this box score out. They've been outscored 21-6 to six in the fourth quarter. Of course they have. Should have hedged, but <sighs> no. Come on, let's run that run that cover play. Just need 14. Run the cover play. Run by the cover 14. play like uh, Steve Coughlin says, Stanford Steve. <laughs> That's right. Hornets okay uh, for you, though? Hornets cruising. Yeah, that was 103-82 uh, to start of the fourth quarter. Uh, Celtics just absolutely on a uh, on a roll tonight for the Celtics. Um, who's doing the damage here? Let me see. Pistons ball. I mean, I saw thirty-one. I think for Tatum, 31. he's got thirty-one, eight and six. Thirty-one, eight and six. Uh, Jalen Brown, twenty-two. Marcus Smart, twenty. The usual suspects, as they call. Oh, I think I got. I think we just got a cheapy foul called. Totally did. Bailout. Yes. Let's go. I'm telling you, remember the night where I was like bet Cade Cunningham at eight to one for rookie of the year? Twenty seven, eight and six for Cade. Gil past six weeks, eight weeks, that kid is getting better every game. It's it's incredible. Uh, we did that I think like three weeks ago, you I and Matt Brown Kelly, and we're like Evan Mobley. Like this looks uh this looks pretty darn clear here for rookie of the year. Oh. I'd be interested to see how those prices I, have shifted. I came back from vacation. That was one of the first things I said. I was like, How is Evan Mobley minus seven fifty? People should be betting Kate Cunningham. He had must have drifted because he was like a minus a thousand. Oh, I think wow. when we did like our midseason NBA awards over the All Star break. The, and the comparison I made, I did on this show is if you look, and I think I did on numbers game too. If you look at Cade Cunningham's numbers, they are really sort of as you know pretty equivalent to what Lamelo Ball did last year. Right. And yeah. talking averages, and people were like gushing over Lamelo Ball. Right. They were bending over. Oh my God! It's like he's the greatest player I've ever seen. Gabe Cunningham just quietly doing the same thing. 
All right, ref's trying to steal the show now. Come on. <laughs> call fouls on every possession to call a foul. So that exists nobody's in the pro you. and the college game. Yeah, nobody's watching you, refs. Come on. It's the NBA college basketball conference tournaments are going on. Let it go. Boy, uh, Dave, we're just showing Jerry Stackhouse getting mad at that referee. Yeah. You might want to be tempted if you're that striped shirt to kind of change the call because Jerry Stackhouse might be waiting for you in the parking garage after this game. He looks so friendly. The, look that, the look that he had on yeah. his face at that referee. Yeah, well, that that te- that sequence didn't help because Vandy yeah. would have gone to the line to, with three free throws to try to tie it up instead. And now you're down seven you're down against seven. one of the best teams in the country yeah. in this uh, Kentucky team, by the way. I think if they win this tournament, they are for sure going to be on the one line. Oh, there's no doubt about it at this point. I think I think I think the same could be said for Kansas in the Big yeah. Twelve, right? I, I think Cal's so. got the right mix of like young five-star talent and veterans, and when he has that. He usually has a very good team. And this team came together earlier in the season, too. Like, right around now is when this team kind of starts to figure it out. They figured it out for about the last two months now. This sure is so have. sad. I'm setting, so sweating the end of a game that has Nick Stauskas, right? Yeah. And then uh, Luca Garza that are battling uh, down low. Two old uh, Big Ten players. Nemesis of... Uh, Long after Wes and I will have left the studio, Kelly will still be in here sweating this bed. In the dark. We've done all we can do. The nightcap is next. Enjoy from Visa, the Sports Betting Network.